Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, we finished up our series on conservation leaders last week, and we wanted to turn our attention to a small predator that many probably have not seen in our area, even though they're around. So this week, we're going to be discussing the weasel and the weasel's habitat, some fun facts, but we'll really get started with some basic characteristics that set the weasel apart from similar animals such as the mink and the ferret. So let's jump right into it. Yeah, so weasels are mammals that are in the Mustelidae family, and Mustelids are characterized by their strong musk smell. So kind of like a skunk, they can emit a musk. And they can be found just about anywhere in the world, except Antarctica and most oceanic islands. They're in the same family as the fisher, mink, and otter. And they have long, slim bodies. Um, if you picture a ferret, they kind of look like a ferret, which is also in the same family. And they're predators with a great sense of sight, smell, and hearing. They kill and consume a wide variety of prey, um, including animals that are larger than themselves. So as Don mentioned, we don't really see them, even though they are here. And that's because they're mainly nocturnal, but occasionally they'll hunt during the day. And once they find their prey, weasels will pounce on it and they bite it right at the base of the skull. And then they'll use their forelegs to hug the prey and their hind legs to kick and scratch as they kill it. So stop right there for a minute. Have you ever seen one? I haven't. As much time as I spend in the woods, it's kind of crazy, but they're nocturnal, so. Yeah, um, I've seen mink, but never a weasel. So I've seen signs of weasels. Um, my parents used to have chickens, decimated that population at one time. But um, yeah, never actually saw one. So they do have a very fast metabolism and um, definitely eat more food in proportion to their body weight than any other mammals of their size. Um, and they're very hard to study because they're so secretive. Uh, really, there's a lot that's unknown about the reproduction. So scientists do know that two of the three species found here in PA have what's called delayed implantation. And this really means that mating takes place in the summer or fall. The fertilized eggs will go through a short period of development and then they'll lie dormant within the female until spring. And uh, once spring arrives, the eggs will implant themselves. Fast forward about 25 days and females will give birth to somewhere around four to 12 young in underground nests. So as we mentioned a minute ago here in Pennsylvania, we do have three different species of weasels. Uh, so there's the short-tailed weasel. They also call that the ermine. Uh, then there's the long-tailed weasel. Last but not least, the least weasel. So the ranges of all three of the PA species of weasels overlap. And we're gonna talk about each species a little more specifically. So the first one, the short-tailed weasel, or ermines as I'm going to refer to them as, um, they're mostly found in the northern and eastern parts of the state. So adult ermines are 9 to 15 inches in length, and in the summer they're a dark brown on their back, and they have a white chin and throat, and then their underside is a white or cream color, and they have a black tip on the end of their tail. But the cool part about ermines is, in the winter, they're actually completely white with just that black tip on their tail. So they molt twice a year in the spring and fall, and these molts are triggered by the amount of light per day. So it increases in the spring and decreases in the fall. 
Yeah, so let's uh, just stop right there for a second and let's go over molting. What is that exactly? So that's basically just the phase they go through when they're transitioning in between colors. Um, and they do this because of predation. So in the winter, when there's a lot of snow on the ground, they're turning completely white and that hides them more from the predators. Yeah, losing all their hair, replacing it with different color. So, all right, cool. Ermines are very alert and curious. When they're annoyed or threatened, they'll stomp their feet and they emit a musk from their scent glands. These weasels are able to swim and climb trees, but they do spend most of their time on the ground. And during the day, they're typically below the ground in a den. These dens are typically found beneath a stone wall, a rock pile, logs, um, fallen trees, or even abandoned buildings. And they are preyed upon by humans for fur, um, large hawks and owls, foxes, snakes, and domestic cats and dogs. They're also commonly parasitized by fleas and intestinal worms. Their lifespans believe to only be about five to six years. Their home range is thought to be about 30 to 40 acres, with only about 20 individuals found per square mile of good habitat. And in the winter and early spring, it's pretty common for them to travel two to three miles per night in search of food. That's a lot of travel for such a small animal. Yeah. Um, so the next one we want to talk about is the least weasel, and uh, it's the world's smallest carnivore, as it turns out. And in Pennsylvania, uh, they're really most commonly found in the Allegheny Plateau, that area of the northwest and south-central portion of the state. And uh, least weasels, they range from about six to eight and a half inches long, and they weigh right around one to two ounces. Uh, they have a brown back and a white underside. Their chin and feet are white, and they have all brown tail. Um, right here in Pennsylvania, some least weasels will turn white during the winter months. Uh, least weasels may be small, but they're just as vicious as the larger weasels that we've talked about already. Uh, like other weasel species, they kill their prey by biting the base of the skull when they're threatened, and they too will emit a musk. Uh, least weasels breed and reproduce year-round. Delayed implantation, as we spoke about, does not take place in this species like it does in the long-tailed weasels and ermines. Also, uh, least weasels, they do live in meadows and fields, brushy areas and woods. They might take over mice nests and burrows. Uh, when they do this, they'll line them with fur to keep them warm. So, least weasels, they rarely travel more than 100 yards from their home. That's a little bit different than the short-tailed weasel, which we just talked about. Um, they're preyed upon by larger weasels, snakes, owls, and cats. And scientists really are unsure of their longevity in the wild. Still kind of a mystery as to how long they live. So the last one we have here in PA is the long-tailed weasel. And this is Pennsylvania's largest weasel. And this weasel is found in every one of our counties in Pennsylvania. They live in a variety of habitats, um, forests, brushy areas, farmlands, but they're most commonly found along forest edges and other areas with suitable cover close to streams and ponds. And they're very similar to the ermine in size, color, and markings. They're just slightly larger and they have a little bit longer tail. So these weasels vary in length from 15 to 23 inches, and they usually only become white in the northern areas of their range. So in Pennsylvania, they say about five out of every six of them stay brown in the winter. Um, like the ermine, long-tailed weasels are good swimmers and tree climbers, and they prey on terrestrial mammals, bats, rabbits, birds, and carrion. 
They seldom dig a den. Instead, they'll take over a chipmunk burrow, enlarge a hole under a stump, they'll move into a hollow log, or even find a crevice in rocks. And this species does have delayed implantation, so the young are born in the spring every year. Alright, well, uh, as we like to do sometimes, we have a couple of fun facts for you. Um, there's a few sources that indicate that weasels have a reputation for killing, and killing more than they can really eat at a given time. And it's probably a mistaken impression from observations of weasels moving a kill into a den. However, the animal may move a carcass to its burrow to feed the young or to cache for future meals. So kind of planning out for the future, right? Um, to kill its prey, we kind of talked about this, but a weasel will clamp down the prey's neck and keep biting until the animal's dead. Uh, when I was doing research for this program, um, and maybe came across this story too, said weasels can fly. I was like, wait, what? And uh, the story went that um, this observer had watched a bird of prey, maybe it was a hawk or eagle, whatever, had come down and swooped the weasel up. And within a couple of minutes, the, the observer was watching and the, the bird kind of went into erratic flight pattern. And before long, the bird just landed on the ground with a crash. Um, and what had happened was the weasel even though it was being attacked, it attacked the bird of prey, um, ripped out its underside or whatever, and the bird was now being eaten by the weasel. Um, so it's pretty crazy. Um, they are, they have a voracious appetite and uh, really sharp teeth, and they're a crazy predator for such a small size. Um, so here's another fun fact. They stay warm by lowering their metabolism, curling the balls inside the burrows, um, they also mentioned that before killing prey, weasels will bob back and forth and hop in a dance meant to intimidate other animals. Um, scientists refer to this move as the weasel war dance. Uh, they have super fast metabolisms and they need to kill and eat about half of their body weight every day. Um, and we talked about this one as well. So like the cousin, the skunk, they do brew up tablespoons of a special musk and little pouches under his tail and then they shoot him out on special occasions not like birthdays or wedding anniversaries but um, probably when they're getting ready to fight uh, they're scared uh, so don't stick around on one of those special occasions. Well we hope you learned a little bit about weasels um, because they're so secretive and rarely seen I feel like it's a species here in Pennsylvania that not many people know a whole lot about. Alright, so I think we have a couple events lined up to talk about. First one, fly tying. Yeah, so if you're interested in fly fishing, um, Orvis is having a virtual fly tying 101. So if you've ever wanted to learn to tie your own flies for fishing, um, they're having a virtual five class series hosted by fly fishing mentor Tom Rosenbauer. And each week's virtual class will feature a new pattern as well as provide you with the techniques you need to get started tying your own flies. So the live classes will take you through the entire fly tying process with easy to follow instructions. And when you sign up, you'll also receive a checklist with all the materials you need to tie each pattern. Every class will also be recorded and available online. So you can go back and replay it or review the segments. And the first class is on February 10th at 8 p.m. And they'll continue every Thursday through March 10th. So to sign up, you can visit the Orvis website or we will also post that link on our Conservation Corner page. All right, and then um, we had mentioned this one a couple of weeks ago, but 
it's coming up, so we want to mention again, this is the Winterfest 2022 at Lackawanna State Park. It's going to be a really good time. It's Saturday, February 12th at 11 to 3. And they mentioned that you can try out snowshoes, learn how to ice fish, you can make a pine cone bird feeder. Uh, also learn about animal furs, outdoor winter safety, disc golf, and more. They have a whole host of events lined up. Uh, there'll also be ice skates for the skating area. Hot food and drinks will be available through Keystone College Eco Club for the donation. Uh, and as I mentioned, they do have events lined up, so they have times for those events. And you can go to the Facebook page and check that out. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. And we're always looking for new ideas to talk about every week. So if you have any suggestions, you know, feel free to shoot us an email with those as well. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>